Test, test, test. All right, cool. Ooh. We still got four live shows left at the Spicy Belly. It's gonna be snowing that time. Time we get out of it. Could be. <laughs> Sweatshirt orders, go find me page. All right, y'all about ready? Trying to get ready. He said he's going to get a wide lens joint. Yo, my car just died and I'm down, nigga. Give me, give me a break. That's all I need, man. I'm down and my car just died, man. Give me a break. Nah, nah, nah. We'll get it. Well, I'll get it. The Test. John in the <laughs> <Just didn't. laughs> yeah, didn't even notice. <laughs> What's that? I'm not with my computer. Okay. He makes it left, he makes it right. Touchdown. I gotta get something where we can hear the John so we know. I mean, obviously, headphones. Oh, that's that uh, advertisement. advertisement oh, it was on the Good to go. This was nice, dog. I <laughs> yak catching him already. <laughs> Rolling papers, dog. Chill, yo. We live. <laughs> oh, <we> <laughs> I can have some teachers watching. Still old one, though. True. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Vikings week. Of course, I got my right hand man with me. Finally, got the boys back, the gang's back, the homie Steve. What's up, bro? Can I call him? Of course, left hand on my left hand side, the homie B. Diddy. What up? What up, dog? What up? What up? Can't complain, man. Vikings week. The gang is back. Y'all left me hanging last week, but it's all good, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Of course. So I want to, um, if I can get this joiner, scroll up for me. 
There we go. So I just want to say a couple of major announcements. We got four live shows at the Spicy Belly, 3847 Terror Street. We got three confirmed guests so far. We got a self-defense guy, a hypnotist, and a quarterback guru. We're giving away prizes. Uh, what did we do last week? 50 50 dollars. Yeah, I gave away fifty dollars and drinks and food. And uh, man, yeah, we one table we paid for the whole drink. Whole table, man. That was that, love. That was definitely love. That come out. Y'all need to come out, show some support. Also, if you're looking for any type of advertising, or a couple businesses that reached out to me about advertising, you can reach me at moneypoppodcast at gmail dot com. We getting sweatshirts. It's gonna be getting cold, y'all. So we getting hats, sweatshirts, uh, sweatsuits. Um, that was the one sweatsuits we had was was tough. Yeah, definitely. We're going to order some new stuff, man. So make sure y'all follow us www.moneypoppodcast.com. Twitter, moneypoppodcast. Well, moneypoppodcast. Facebook, and of course, Instagram and YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. So let's get into the bullshit right away. And when I say the bullshit, I'm going to have to go to my left because we had this conversation before we even came on the show. And the man Steve, the homie Steve, was just like, I'm not giving this man he any sure attention. Did. Not giving <laughs> zero, zip, nothing, nada. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, though. I agree with you. B. Diddy, what's up with your boy Kanye, man? Man, I think ultimately, I feel weird you saying my boy. You know what I mean? Like, you saying my boy Kanye. You right, yeah. feel a little crazy. Right, right. Thinking that, damn, I'm a fan of Kanye. Right? Okay, okay. I was a fan, you know, when I was younger, growing up. That's that's what you listen to. Kanye was a was a rap artist that, you know, I, I listen to all the time. It's, it's now become different. I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's come to the point where you start to ignore him. Right, but I was thinking to myself, right? right. <clears throat> His factuation with Donald Trump. Okay. I think I know what it is. Okay. They are the same person. <laughs> he cloned himself black. It, I mean, mentally, they think the same. Okay. Like I think in this this 2018, I guess since whenever he made this change, really since his mom died, God rest in peace to his mom. Yeah, that's I think that's, he kind of yeah, lost yeah, the handles yeah, on that. End. I don't want to blame definitely. it on that. But I feel like that control yes, absolutely. has left him, and then now he has a lot of people around him that aren't like him, mm-hmm. that aren't that aren't pushing him back in that right, keeping the right in line. So I see him mentally f- why he likes Trump because they mentally think the same, they say right. the same things. Um, but it's not that what he's saying is all the ways wrong; is what he's trying to say is not coming out clear enough, right? Right, right. So when he said he wanted to abolish the Thirteenth Amendment. <laughs> this guy man he's just gotta laugh at it right this guy but I think what he was trying to say is that he wanted to change the prison system within the 13th amendment and how that worked out and I know you did some research and you got some backing on the 13th amendment that you're gonna touch on later on but I think what he wanted to say it didn't come out clear enough and now it, it becomes the same way when he says about the slavery and you know Slavery was a choice. Like I mean, it just, it just all, he, he obviously represents this new. I don't. I don't want to say it's not new, but more because we have this whole social media mm-hmm. thing where everything has a camera of freedom of like expression, 
Right. That's what he really represents. It's in his music. It's in, you know, just the way he lives his life, the way he talks, the way he represents himself. So I think this is really important because, you know, we all had talked about before, like, who's should we talk about this or not? And I think it's really important for us to talk about it because we need to let we need to let the youth. If there's any youth that's actually, you know, that kind of listens to the show is understand your idols right understand who you're listening to and who you're letting in you know and you're accepting their values or what their morals or whatever they have to say out there because like Kanye got a lot of power bro like he has a lot of power and a lot of influence into a lot of the youth so i want to make sure that people understand even for adults even for older people who still you know who who, who watch him um or really follow him or, or like you said are still fans you know you have to filter out some of the stuff that he's saying because a lot of the stuff he's saying is really it's i don't i, I can't really understand it i really can't make sense of it and i try to i try my best to make sense of it and try to read between the lines and the only positive thing that can ever come from what he's been saying recently is that you know he's doesn't want people to have a slavery mind and when i think he was trying to say what the whole slavery concept was let us not be enslaved to our minds if black people back in those days wanted to be free all they had to have was the mindset that we want to be free the fact that we didn't have that mindset back in those days is why we're slaves and why we're slaves and now he and when he said i when i got from him he's like i was bullied when he's on snl i was right. bullied i was bullied meaning that they're trying to tell me what i can and can't do who i like and who i don't like you're trying to tell me as a uh, for him if i'm him i'm thinking they're trying to tell me as a black man who I should like and who I shouldn't like or who what my morals are or what my morals aren't that you know for him I think that for him that enclosure is is is, is it's it's against his essence his foundation he's a freedom thought thinker and that's why I think he's trying to say if I can make any sense of it but he does go off the fucking deep end and I think that's uh, it though. about the abolishment of slavery yeah. like he really just goes off all right and we have to uh oh here he comes he's got him, got him in there <laughs> the hook, hook him in there i don't really care to listen to him or nothing he says it's because it's get like, him it's, it's one minute you're you're saying george bush don't like black people this is why the levees broke he didn't help out the people in new orleans right right right, right. and he goes on and say I'm here to support all of my presidents. Any president that's in office. He just said this on TMZ. I have supported. I've always supported the presidents. Right, right. But you didn't. Yeah, but the like, like we were saying, the mind of, of Kanye West has changed over, what when was that? Okay. When the lovey broke? 12 years ago? 10 years ago? That's what he wanted everybody to think. I have to agree. He's, he's an intelligent person. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, I got a question. I got a question. That I don't. I don't think he's as intelligent as we think he is. I don't think he is either. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's strategic. I think you don't think he doesn't know what he's doing or what he's saying. I think he knows exactly what he's doing, and that's all. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he tries to mind fuck people to make you think that okay, Kanye is a little weird. It's okay to be weird. It's okay to to think differently i'm going to support donald trump but i love my people how do you support somebody like that that's 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 blatant not for your people so this is where we got to the point with kanye kanye is getting to the, into the mindset that 
he is above everybody, right? Mentally, he feels as though he's better than everybody, every human being on this earth. He, he says that, right? He, he mentally thinks he's better than you and everybody else and that we are all stupid. So when we don't understand why he's doing these things, it's because we don't understand him and we're the stupid ones. When it's, it's almost like the Donald Trump effect when they're saying that this didn't happen, but we saw it happen. Right. Right. The fake news mantra. Right. He does the same thing mentally. I think Kanye feels as though he's so above and he's the right one. So going back, just like not even cutting what I'm saying off, but I just want to go back to the SNL. Is is not the fact that you support Trump. We're already past that, right? We already are fine. Okay, this is what he does, and those it's okay to be black and support Donald Trump. I, I don't agree with you, and there's a lot of reasons why I don't agree with you. But you have the right to to, to support who you want to support. But is when you go onto SNL, right, a platform that disrespects the president every single night. Right. Right. So you got to know your audience, right? So you're going onto a platform, you know their audiences, right? So when they're in the back and they're saying, you know what, don't, that may not be a great idea to wear that hat, right? Let's not do this on this show because this is not the place to do it, right? right? It's like kind of going to Fox News with my dim hat on and and i'm i'm super super you know a democrat but i don't expect to get the backlash you're going to get the backlash when you're going on to snl show that that's super liberal and then you want to rant on your own why you're doing it and that we're stupid and this is why we should not we should be better thinkers and we're 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 mind control and all this other stuff by the media like you're doing that on purpose that's what i i agree with you we should have never talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> you see when they stopped them, the two black guys behind them, when he was talking about uh, how blacks used to be Republicans. Right, yeah, and yeah. And then he was like, yeah, and they was like, no, you, you're not. Explain you, it the right way. No, they, they told him, no, you're, you're not pretty much, you don't have the intelligence to speak on to it. To speak on it, right. Yeah, so don't even speak on it. That's the that is what you're saying. He's not when he's trying to say things and explain the things that he's saying. He's not he's not intelligent enough to understand really what happened. He, he's he's taking it from the ground up. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that he's completely intelligent across all boards, but I think he has some a higher sense of intelligence. His emotional intelligence is very mm-hmm. lacking, obviously, because he's so impulsive. So you know, you may you have mentioned something about amendment, and I just want to uh, yeah. kill everything after that about Kanye because we wasted time on him. But I just want people to understand this about the amendment, the amendments. The amendments were not made for black people. When the amendments were made and written up back I think I believe it was Thomas Jefferson who made the amendments they were made for people back in those days black folks were property were sold and traded at that time so when they say people they mean the free people the people who own the land that is not black folks so I just want to make sure that's understood that when we look at some of these constitutional laws and amendments and try to make sense of them and say they're for all people, but they were never made for us. Now, things have changed, obviously, over time, but at the time they were made, they weren't made for black folks, and that's all I got to say about that. You know what I mean? Uh, speaking of that, of, you know, how things are changing, did y'all get that little uh, alert? <laughs> how scary? I, I, I think that's kind of scary to me that we all so interconnected with technology, right? But in the same sense, like, in one push of a button, he can touch every phone. Right? In the States. Is it surprising to you? No. Exactly. That's, that's not at all. really affect me because I, I know, I mean, there's been times, I'll put it like this. There's been times I might have had, like, a conversation about 
let's say I'm, I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like something like an air fryer or something. And then you get off your phone and you look. It'll show up air fryer. It'll show up an air fryer. Right. Like Crazy. If you're looking up sports and you know how they have ads. Yeah. Up, Speaking so of it, it doesn't really. To score that game. Yeah, it doesn't really surprise me that all of, that everything is kind of like listened to. I think. Yeah. It was a little weird when I was actually speaking of the car. I was actually at the uh, the shop get my brakes done on my car, and it came through. And I'm it it was it, it took me off guard. I'm like, damn, what are we doing this for? Is this like a preparation for something that's about to happen? It's like you know, I felt like it was a little fishy. You know what I mean, like it just didn't seem right that we got this alert that we've been having for years. We've had an amber alerts for years. Now it's a presidential alert yeah, for man. what? What does that mean? They testing the systems, man. That's what they doing. They yeah. testing the systems, man. Yeah, so I, I was before y'all came. I was trying to get a uh, listen to the Carter yeah. Five. Uh, what's, your, what's your thoughts on it, man? Because I know y'all a little bit more, especially you, Steve. You're in the music a little bit more. I know that I am. What's your, what's your thoughts on the Carter Five? I, I guess I gotta listen to it again. You, what you're trying to say? You have to listen to it under the influence. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I listen to it. You know, while I'm at work. Right. I think it's. I like that he's still rapping like the Little Wayne that we haven't heard in a while. Right, right. Switched up to the rap like Future or you know the Migos or whoever it is, like changed his whole style because he didn't. So I I thought it was it's okay from what I what I heard. Like I said, I got to listen to it again, so I can't. What you thoughts, B Diddy? Um, I heard it one time through. Um. Uh, can I say I'm a Little Wayne guy? I probably can't say I'm a Little Wayne guy. I am old Carter, uh, Carter Three guy. I right, really like right. that back in the day. But Carter, I, I I was looking for a little bit more maturity. Tell you the truth. Okay. Out of okay. out of Wayne, I think Steve made a good point that at least he's giving you the Wayne that we knew. I mean, it's been five years since he dropped the album. Facts. So you know when you want to listen to somebody, you're hoping that he's gonna give you what you got. But I was like expecting a little bit more maturity as we're getting older. I'm expecting him to start talking about a little bit things differently. Okay. Five years and not have anything on wax. To kind of see what you've learned in your life a little bit differently, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so for me, uh, it, I, I, it's not going to be played too much more in my car. Um, but I do want to give a shout out real quick while we can. Since we're talking about albums, my homie Black, who dropped his album about a couple weeks ago, East Atlanta Love Letter. Okay, check it out if you can. My uh, hometown buddy Tim is, you know, Solid. he works with him. So shout out to the homie Black. Absolutely. So that's enough with the culture talk, man. We always like to kind of make sure that we keep up with the times and what's going on in the world. Steve-O, you're my, you're my basketball guru, man. <laughs> Even though you don't like the Sixers at all. Okay, I'm sorry. I, maybe I maybe I stopped that stepped out of turn stepped out of turn there. Okay. 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 So what have you seen so far? And, I, and I've watched. I didn't have, get a chance to watch any games, but I've saw some highlights and preseason stuff. What do you think about this? You know, the Sixers right now, and the kind of. I mean, LA is hot right now, right. obviously, yeah. but Brian. So, but. Every day, bro. The Sixers. I saw JJ went off last game, ten for ten or something crazy. The Sixers are probably make it to the East. Whoa, whoa. So let me let me ask you this, because. 
So I do have some some thoughts about this. Ooh, fumble. Are they real contenders? You think for in the Eastern Conference? Okay. I'll give you Boston and Toronto. So you got Boston and Toronto. Sixers is right on Okay. Okay. You know, reason being, I mean, look, look at that Boston team. They, they yeah, it's have, ridiculous. And they have two young guns that's going to come in there and, and can defend at a high level. Jalen Brown can defend. He can defend the one through the three at, at a, a very high level. Okay. What does he play? Three? Yeah, the three or the two. But Who, I was about I was about to say so Hayward's taking a spot. Okay. Right. So is Tatum your four? Tatum's gonna be a three more than likely. Who's your four? Marcus Morris. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 right. So I mean unless they do any changes, but I I don't see I I see Kyrie, Warren Hayward, Tatum, Marcus Morris, four. I don't Okay. That makes sense. I thought I thought Morris was gonna be coming off the bench now. He, he might. That's what, yeah. He might. I'm not sure their exact starting lineup. Right. Right. He, he started at the four before, so they they may start Tatum at the four slot. But I I don't think Tatum and Jalen Brown won't start together. Right. But they they have the depth. The the depth is crazy. Tony uh, Rosier, Terry Rosier. Right. Scary Terry. Yeah. You you got you think Marcus Smart. True. So they they got depth. I think th- I think they're gonna be better. Yeah, I think they're gonna be better than what people think. No, that's real. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Did you? <laughs> his laugh was hilarious. Oh my god! I wish I, I wish I had a soundbite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, I, I think the value of Markel Fultz. Put that down. I was like, is is he anything? Do you think he's anything? Is he going to be anything special? Now he sh- obviously the first preseason game, it was a sighting, right? He made a couple shots. He looked com- he looked confident. Yeah, I didn't see him today. Yeah, today he shot like one for six in the first half. Okay. Okay. Have you, and let me ask you this because I've been so critical when we talk about Ben Simmons. Has Simmons shown any improvement? He he looks leaner. I tell you, I know he look he looks leaner. He he, yeah, he looks leaner. He he looks stronger. But has from an offensive perspective, have you seen anything that changes? Because I'm critical of, of him because I think he's awkwardly offensively good, meaning that he use obviously he uses his size, he uses his quickness to get to the rim. But he really can't make like a ten foot shot consistently, and I think that's that hurts them. Consistently, consistently in the game, like where he's gonna pull up. But that's not his game, right? So we're if that's his game or not. He's he's never been offensively a, a crazy offensive threat. So that's not who you you drafted him to be. You draft him to be your floor general. Right. You draft him to be your playmaker because he's a playmaker. Right. And, and you draft him to be that big guard who can 
still grab rebounds, was going to give you, today he had 9, 9, and 10. Yeah, I saw his stat line. Mm-hmm. So, this is what you drafted. You're not worried, to me, you're not worried about an offensive game to be at its peak in year two. It's not too many players that come in the league and their offensive peak is at year two. So, you you, you got to understand this. There is a, a process. There is a growth. You got you got to get him comfortable in where he's comfortable with. Keep him in his comfortability. You don't want to say, all right, now Ben, you got to shoot three pointers to stretch this uh, floor to open it up more. That's not what he's comfortable with. He shot, I think, like three three pointers in college. So you, when you draft him, you notice. Know right. You, you know that this is who you draft him, but. I mean, he's giving you games where he has 27, 10 and 10. I'm just being honest with you. Yo, man, I just can't fully be. I just can't. Because he, he's. He, 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 yeah, but yo, Jason Kidd was 6'2. This motherfucker is 6'11. But Jason Kidd will pull up for a shot at least. Jason this Kidd this month. Uh, you right. He, he got to the Nets. No, until he got to the Mavericks. That's when he was a. a oh yeah. Okay. Jason Kidd wasn't really. Yeah, but he would still pull up from the elbow at least, man. This motherfucker won't even take a hook shot. If it ain't a dunk, he not doing it. I hope so, man. I'm not a fan. I'm on. I'm gonna be real with you. A fan of Simmons? I. You know what? I. I want to. I, I really I want to really like him, but the fact that he's so limited offensively, I don't like him because I feel like he. So let me tell you, but I'll keep it quick. <clears throat> I, I like Ben. I'm a fan of Ben. I'm a fan of Fultz too. I think we got to give Fultz a chance to get yeah, on the floor. I, I've been on Fultz ever since he got right. in the league. I think you know I, I was really upset that he got no playoff time last year. I thought he, he wasn't. Ready. I, don't, I think it was the right call. He wasn't ready. Ready or not, we gotta at least put him on the floor and let him. You gotta give him confidence because I think it comes down to confidence with him. I think, right? But it's a learning process, right? It's like he gotta learn to be a pro, right? He hasn't learned to be a pro because he's been sitting on the bench watching, going along with the rides, right? He's he's visually watching, but he's not on the floor where he's interacting. I think once he's on the floor and start understanding the game, start reading plays. Um, start knowing where people should be at certain times. He'll become a better ball player and get confidence in his jumper. I think Ben Simmons is a very, very special talent. Absolutely. I think we're just in an era where it, the the downside of Ben Simmons is that he doesn't have the mentality of like a LeBron James. Not saying he's a bad mentality. Not saying he's a bad kid. I think he's a great kid. I just think there's a hunger that's missing in there that makes him want to be better and better and better. And I think he'll learn that. But he's been told, just like LeBron when he was a kid, that he was the greatest, the chosen one. Right. That's Ben, and we're still saying that. We're, we're saying Ben is is the next, you know, next guy. But Ben is just freakishly doing everything off his raw talent. Nothing that he's learned in game. Like LeBron when he came to the league, he couldn't shoot. LeBron, LeBron picked up a jumper and got better and better. He didn't he didn't go in the paint, start going in the paint. So he wanted to become great and great and great. Hopefully, with LeBron being a part of LeBron's team with Ben Simmons. He'll start to bleed into Ben Simmons a little bit and learn how he can be a better pro. He's still young, though. He's very young. And this whole internet era where everybody wants to be on internet, like it just. He's like 21. He's like 20, right? Yeah. Yeah. 2021, he's still young. It's the the maturity. It's still a a mismatch. 
Right. No, he no, I completely agree, but he do, but he doesn't use it. That's my problem. He wants him to shoot the ball. I want yeah, I want him to shoot the ball. I know, but I think who? I think who? JJ, yeah, Covington, yeah, shooters around there. Yeah, but yeah, but are you going to put JJ out there with on against Boston? And he's obviously he's a liability on defense. Obviously, everybody know that. We know that. Right. No, you, you, you right. You, you try your best to cover that flaw in JJ. That's that's what the coaching is for. It's the it's, it's the mindset though. That's the only thing I'm worried about is the mindset of Ben Simmons. I don't think I don't I think he wants to be great. I, I don't I don't think his mindset is off. I think he wants to be great. I think he wants to be better than Brian. I think he wants to be the best player in in the league, hands down. But my only problem is is that he he just I don't I don't really care about if he has a killer instinct as a scorer. You either have it or you don't. You know what I'm saying? And some people can turn it on. Like, they used to always get on Brian. He don't got no killer instinct. He gives up the ball in the fourth quarter and the last shots. But when you look at the history, how many fourth quarter shots right. game winners has he made? He's up there probably in the top five ever, you know, in, you know, in percentage-wise. But he was always willing to take the shot. My thing is Simmons doesn't take the shot at all. Don't have to take it right now. Even when he's open? If, when he's open, Steve, he's wide open. But his, his mindset is... I can't make the shot. Not even that. He's a playmaker. He makes the plays. He's a facilitator. But it goes back to what you just said, though. And that's what I'm saying. It's about the mind. Anybody that shoot that like that wants to be great will throw the shots up. I'll give you a perfect example. That are going to be great players in this league. Jason Tatum... Is going to be the face of the league in the next five to six years. He probably will. Mentally, he and he grew up. But he grew like another two inches or something like that. I think he's like six, six nine or he, six eleven. He, he, six, grew? he grew. Yes. Wow. So what I'm saying is, mentally, he's already there. He's in the gym. He's reading. He's watching tape. He has the Kobe mentality. That's Donovan Mitchell, same killer, killer. But he's a killer. But he works and he works. I don't. I'm not saying Ben don't work, but I think he don't work. You don't take it to the next step, right. right? Like he's not taking that jumper to see if he even got it. I, I mean, he's so content on what he can do. I mean, I've seen him shoot a couple of joints in the gym and and go like eight, seven in a row. But he just in game game time, he folds in those. Because I can get thirty, ten, and ten. So why do I need to shoot? But that's I think Steve, what you're saying, I think that's it, that's an issue. It'll make him want to be great. Yeah, it'll be a it'll complete his when game. It down to, when it comes down to the end of the game, when it close games, and you're now not an offensive threat, we'll collapse the we'll collapse the the paint and dare you to shoot and don't let you dribble and penetrate and kick out. Well, then we're 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 now giving the ball to Joel Embiid to close the game out. Now here's my thing: when he develops this shot and he has that instinct, he'll be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Regardless. But he's so great at three other things that this one thing that he's not shooting jump shots consistently, but he's still getting me 18 points. I'm okay with So this year, I, want to, I just want to see him put up at least three to four shots a game. Now, That's all. Just put up three to four shots. You miss all four, I'm okay. They, was, they see something differently in Ben Simmons that Nate doesn't. Mm. Because 
because they would they they wasn't willing to give him up for Jimmy Butler. I wouldn't have gave him up either. No, you can't give up Ben Simmons. But they're willing to move folks. Yeah, because we folks is still a question mark. He is a question mark. Yeah. My thing is, I honestly believe folks' trade value probably went down. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because number one pick overall, of course. yeah, like, we can't trade Ben Simmons. You gotta get Fultz in a in a pick. You, you, get you can get Fultz in a pick for for Jimmy Butler. I mean, especially since he's refusing to leave out of Minnesota. They, 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 uh, yeah, I think, I, I, I think they would want more. I think, I think you get. Well, you, yeah, or more. I think you get a pick. But we're not giving up Ben Simmons for Jimmy Butler. So you don't move folks, and you just let him flourish, right? I think I think that's that's why I want to sit on folks. He's long. He's yeah, long he's arms. Defensively, he'd be okay. He has to mature. Defense. He has to mature on the court. But man, how about we could have had Tatum now? Yeah. How about that? He's inconsistent. He's a. I, I like Sarge. He's a good player, but he's in, he's inconsistent. No, he's inconsistent. But he fills up the stat sheet, though. I think he's. I think he's consistent for what he was. I, I wouldn't even say he's inconsistent. He's consistent. His jumper is. In, well, let me say his jumper is inconsistent. But you respect it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Right. So it makes it easier to, to defend now. So that's that's why I think Sarge because Sarge is having a bad preseason. Yeah. So I mean, we'll get more in depth once the season really kicks off. But uh, <coughs> excuse me. But um, you know, it, it's good to you know talk about the Sixers. Um, um, we definitely want to uh, you know get into our, our our basketball bag as well, and we can debate about that. But let's get into the birds, man. I'm gonna play the fight song for y'all. We can't hear it on this side, but y'all can. Had a tough one last week. Horrible. Man, we need to talk about this. Man. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So, I'm not going to get too much into that Tennessee game, but I did notice what I wanted to. Uh, I had a you know a question that I had posed last week, and I want to bring it to y'all. And I think it's a really good question. I think it's a very something that you can argue. Is Anshan Jeffrey the second most valuable player on offense? On offense? On offense? No. 
Zach Ertz. Boom. He's saying Ertz? Yeah. So if, let me let me ask you this. If you take Ertz out of that lineup, and, and we're not even going to go and say you put Dallas uh, Godert in there, an average Ben Selleck type tight end, traditional tight end, you don't think their offense is still humming? You think you think no. you think Ertz makes that offense go? He he makes you respect that middle of the floor. You you I mean the middle of the field. He makes you respect that. You have to account for him in that middle. So you're scared more of Ertz than you are Jeffrey. I'm not saying you said who's more important or you're, valuable. You know you're you're absolutely right. Correct. So I think that Ertz is is more valuable on the offensive side of the ball. Than Alshon Jeffries. I wasn't expecting that. Dude, what you got for me? I mean, I think what Steve said is absolutely right. Oh, um, an agreement. I think, but Ertz is what the third, third, fourth best tight end in the, in the league right now. Yeah, he, he's I mean, he's in the I mean, top. I mean, Gronk is falling. If you, I mean, yeah. but if you want to put Kelsey Gronk, uh, uh, Ertz, somebody in Ertz, maybe who's know? the somebody? I mean, it could be Ertz. I'm just trying to think about missing about something. Yeah, that's probably. So, I mean, Ertz. Yeah, it's Ertz. There's no slouch of who we're talking about. He's the second best. He's third, third, fourth best tight end in the league. Uh, you know, gets about 80 catches a year or more. Yeah, but Alshon, low. Alshon Jeffries. Let me tap that. Alshon Jeffries, though, I think. How you still got ice? We don't. Yeah, it's kind of. It's crazy. Alshon Jeffries. Uh, I think. Is is also a valuable <laughs> asset to our team too. Absolutely. I just wish we would let him get 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 busy though. Like I think I think the way our offense is, he doesn't he's not it's not allowing him to get so busy. It's kind of like all right, here's your play. This is go get it, go get it. But I think he could be even better though. I mean, he had nine catches, hundred plus yards, and a touchdown. He got busy last week, bro. Yeah, he did. Right, which I think should. When the last time we had nine catches, hundred some yards, and it's in a touchdown. Like, yeah, let's no, think yeah, about it. Yeah, that yeah. should be Alshon Jeffries, the one that we brought in from Chicago. Right. What right. he was doing on a regular, go up and get it. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see that on a on a regular basis. I was. Go- I actually thought y'all might go Lane Johnson, but I mean, well, Lane Johnson hasn't had a great year so far at all. Yeah, but he's still the best right tackle in the game. That, yeah, that's because that's because he should be a left tackle. But we're not gonna go there. True. Well, let's oh, not even put it to our oh, line, oh. please. Let's not do that. Okay. Because this year, yeah, we're, number, we're number two on and most rushes and sacks. Yeah, what? Yeah. Wentz is getting banged up. Right. I, I have actually had that written down. Right. He's so getting, he's getting hit. We a can't lot. say anybody on that is most valuable. So I did see a report about Le'Veon Bell. Now I don't oh, know right. if that's because I think we talked about it on the radio yesterday. Yeah, I think Bell came out and said he put the Eagles on his list. No, he said he said the Eagles. Would be a, a a team that's interested him, in him on the off season, so he must know something that we didn't know, like right. that they might have been calling a trade for him because they did say that Philadelphia called to inquire about uh, uh, um, Le'Veon Bell trade. Hmm. I didn't hear that. Did you get any details in terms of conversation? No, they, they just had it out there, third like, round pick. like teams or whatever that was a third that round was pick. interesting. Did in we it. put up a third round pick? No, I him? think that they were asking for a third round pick. Oh, I'm giving, I'm, I'm giving, giving out a quick, yeah, yeah. Third why, round pick. why are we waiting on that? Yeah, I'll give right. up a two for him. So I, I think, I think like it comes down one. to what, what, what Steelers want to do. Um, he said he's going to come back after the bye week. Yeah, yeah. week seven, week seven. Um, and I think it's a big game. They're coming back after the bye week, so I think they're kind of like holding a holding pattern of what they do this next game. So I think it comes down to how Pittsburgh does these next two games to know what they're going to do with Le'Veon. So if they end up losing these two games, okay, they can go ahead and make that trade, get that third-round pick, and start yeah. building for next year. Yeah. Um, if it comes to the Eagles, we want to, hopefully we're doing we're in a better position in the next two weeks 
where we can start making a run again. Because I think he'll mm-hmm. be a big impact right away. There's only a certain amount of some, certain positions that can come in and instantly make an impact. Yeah, and that's why. And running back and linebacker are two of the positions that can do that. Um, so. I mean, I'm all for it. I'm I'm trading. I'm I'm on the phones now. Everyone's like, "Oh, the money wise, how's it gonna work out?" That's none of our concern. You let well, you, we let, have to you let Howie work that out. Well, we don't have to worry about the money. We're getting him for if we're just trading him for a third round. We're only trading him for this year, and then he's gonna hit the market anyway. So the question is, are we gonna take him back or or, or give him an offer? Course, nah, we I'm, may not do that, and that's yeah. okay. We only I'm, want him. For I'm the not trading for him unless I'm signing him. Why? I w- I wouldn't I wouldn't rent him for because I mean I rent him. If it's, well, if, it's a if, third if round it's pick. giving me an opportunity to win a third round goal, pick, we got two, I'm, I'm we got two seconds. For th- for we got a first or two seconds. Yeah. We got a third. Trade a third round pick. You see what you can push. We get we get Le'Veon Bell. It's a whole different team pushing oh forward to close out. Of course, and, right. and he's so, great. He's great in pass protection as well, and yeah. out of the backfield. So it's not like you. Ajayi's hurt. Clemens hurt. Sproles hurt. Ajayi's gonna walk next year. Yeah, yeah. We're not resigning Ajayi. So we, and we may not resign. We may not sign Le'Veon Bell. I don't know if we want to give him all that money. I would. I would. I, 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 would. I don't know, I don't know if we want to, but if we can trade from now, we get it for you. You're going to lose Brandon Graham. More than likely, they'll lose Ronald Darby. Oh, oh, oh that's that's for another show, bro. Let's, let's wait on that. I I'm like that. Saying, but if you want to extend Le'Veon, you're good because that's, that's a lot of dead cat right there. That you, that well, you it wouldn't have. be an extension. Maybe we can. what we can do is give him the same same type of contract he was asking for, just give him long, maybe like a $35 million. Right. You know what I mean, and and guaranteed, or maybe well, do it like a two, I'm all in. a three, yeah. and a <laughs> you can get a first round pick out of me for Le'Veon. I'm gonna keep it in Yeah, I ain't giving up that. Well, no, they, they were asking for a third round pick for for, for an extension because they're gonna lose them anyway. Yeah, exactly. right, right. So you know, so what about your boy? You know, we, we you hit on the uh, you know Darby, you you hit on uh, Graham on a defensive side. So let's stick on that on that segue to there. What's up with your homie Jalen Mills, man? You always been a Jalen Mills fan. I still, I still like Mills. So and, and you know what? You think, but let me ask you this: the heat that he's getting, obviously from the media, obviously from the public, we see it on the field where he's not obviously performing to where he was last year. And I actually kind of agree with Swartz said in his press conference and saying that the reason why we have a banner is partly because of Jalen Mills. Right. Because he had a phenomenal year, the Super Bowl run. So I, I don't want to take anything from Mills. He's always battled, even when he first started. You know, everybody knows a little finger thing, Motombo Matum- finger, right. you know, no-no thing. Even when he's getting scored on, he's sitting there <laughs> like this. You know what I mean? But should the expectations now, we're the Super Bowl champs. We've seen what you're capable of in – we're going to say it's your prime last year. Is the Heat warranted right now? I think the Heat is warranted for all of them, honestly. We ain't talking about all of them. We're talking about the homie I'm, Mills. No, I'm, what I'm saying is because it, it it's not just one person. Because a lot of those plays, those pass interferences are all on him. You, you, can't, you can't put that on nobody else. You got to use better technique, put yourself in better position. Some of them could have been, you know, low ticky-tack ones. But some of them definitely – was a pass interference. So I'll give you the, the numbers. He's 84 out of 124 CBs ranked. He's allowing 94.9 passing rating. Now, Didn't to he just me, get player, honestly, player of the week last week? Yeah, like a week ago. To me, it, it goes back to coaching as well. They put you in a they put you in a, a better position for for you to play. Now right. they and, and also the safety help too. If if your safeties are missing assignments as well 
if you're underneath and they go over top and you think you got safety help, but they biting. Whoa. Whose fault is that? Well, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. And we've seen it. We've seen it this year. Hold on, Steve. So, uh, so let's be playing. Uh, yeah, that's uh, our defensive backs are playing like shit. They, they are. That's right. what I said. Across so I think Jalen Mills had put. He's putting. The heat, he put the heat on himself. Right. Week two, didn't he call out the the fans? Oh yeah, fake fans. He, right. So he. Uh, yeah, he did say. Right. That so that's right. where the heat's coming from. So all this heat would not be fire if he didn't do that in week two. Well, they call him out first. And then that's what that was his response. Right. <laughs> they called him out first. Because you know so we've been we calling him out for a while. But oh, this yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. We're tired of the out and up. We're tired of stop and go. Because you get you get every week on, on a every course. week. Right. They open the game up in t- in uh in in um Tampa in Tampa with the st- well, stop and go. Wasn't his fault. <sighs> that wasn't his fault. Okay. They open the game up in Tennessee with the stop and go. Um, it was the Colts game. It, you, either way, uh, it's stop and go. We're gonna open up at least one or twice yeah, in these games. I'm going to do it, and too. it has to stop because I'm that's what lost the game <laughs> in Tennessee. <laughs> it has to stop. No, so that's we're not what lost out. the game in Tennessee. That's not what lost the game in Tennessee. They played like shit in Tennessee. The coaching was horrible. Shit. Corey Graham might have lost that game in Tennessee. Yeah, that, that fourth. That fourteen. That was terrible, bro. Well, I mean, Corey Graham. Is he was his coach yeah, supposed no, to be? No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 stop right there, bro. He, I don't care if he was supposed to be there or not, bro. Why are you ten yards deep? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. They had that, you know, that defense they do where they they play that whole line of defense to keep everything in front of them in front of the first down. My thing is, like, it's five of them right there at that line. Why are you sneaking inside? There's no there's no reason for an out. To get you for Here's the thing I, I don't get that It wasn't even that He he wasn't deep enough He was 10 enough. yards He slipped And he slipped I don't yeah. remember him slipping yeah, I don't remember he him slipping, slipping no. He slipped No 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 That was the, that that's, was the, the other kid right? No we talking about no, The 4th no, no, and 15 yeah. That was Maddox that slipped. Yeah, that's yeah. So Corey Graham is 4th and 15 You're 10 yards deep You gotta keep everything in front of you You gotta keep everything in front of you Not where they can get behind you and get the first. No, you're right. You pay. You play 15 yards deep at the sticks and make sure they're in front of you and you make that tackle. Terrible. 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 Yeah, that was terrible. I mean, the dude. coaching was bad that game. It was. It was bad. Coaching. It was bad. Yeah, no, nah, it, it was bad tackling. I I think the Eagles the last two games have tackled. So let me ask you a question: is, this, is it time to panic? No. Okay. That no. was a question that was been going on in the media now. No. I said not. I thought we'd be two and two. I didn't think it would be two and two with with with, uh, with, with Carson. Right. So I think I've, I'm on record saying that a couple of times. So I'm okay. Right. But I, what I what I'm seeing that we have a lot of holes right now, and hopefully we'll start mending together and playing a little more of a unit because we're not playing as a unit. And I think the example was that Tennessee game yeah. that shows how we can how we weren't playing as a unit, coaching and everything. I think we lean too much on our defense to be great, and and know that they're going to get stops in some games. I mean, all great teams have bad games. We're gonna see it. It's mm. just how you bounce back from it, right? Yeah, it's, it's gonna be key. Well, we got a rough schedule ahead of us. Yeah, we do. But guess what? I I, I feel like we can we can beat the Vikings. We can go in there. The Vikings, we, we, we we could beat. Could the before Vikings. we jump in that, can I um go ahead. ask a question? Sure. So is is those so what I heard in the media over the week and it's kind of pissed me off was that whole Colts situation when they went for it on their against the Texans. What the four from four? 
the fourth and four. Right. I remember. And I was listening to the herd and he's like, Oh, that was such a great, you know, great decision to do it. You know, he's trying to rise his team and right. you know, they already know that they're not gonna do anything and he's just trying to get the get the feel for the team. What do you think about that fourth and four? I like the call. You like the call. I like the this call. This irks me to my soul. I, I hate that call. I, I don't like it. I, I like the call. There was forty there was what, thirty, forty seconds left. Under twenty. It was twenty something seconds left. Yeah, you don't I'm not who, who who with all these ties going on, who the, who the fuck wants a tie? But who wants to lose? You don't, but you play for the. I mean, that's the gamble. You play for the win. But no, no, no. This is what I, I think. I think that's that's. What and, and it was a. And the funny thing is, the call was open. It was luck through a bad ball. So, but right, and it's incomplete. And even if he did catch that play, I'm still saying that was a ridiculous call. Right? This I know it's hindsight twenty twenty that we see the, the the ending of it. But I still think it was a bad call. I don't think it was. I a bad think call. what happens is. Your, the scenario shows that you had your chances to get the first down. Right? Right. You failed. So when you say, oh, well, we're not trying to play for a tie and we're not trying to da-da-da, but you can't just give the game up by going for it on fourth down, knowing if you don't make it on fourth down, that they have an easy field goal with 27 seconds left. But I, you know what I, what it is? I, I like the mindset of being aggressive as I'm going. I'm telling my team... We're not settling for a tie because if I punt the ball, unless they get some crazy PI or do some crazy play that's going to get them 30, 40 yards, I'm going for the win. I'm keeping. I'm not giving them a chance to even think about winning the game. If if we're going to keep the ball in our hands and it's going to be ours to lose, but you gave them a chance. Of course, yeah. I mean that's the game. game. That's the gamble. Also, exactly. That's yeah. the. I mean, but that's the gamble because. When you if you punt the ball, you're not playing to win. All you can do is tie. If I'm going for it on fourth and four, I'm playing to win the game. So is a tie not a win in that situation? Hell, when is a tie ever a win? When I'm not giving up an uh, L. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm not giving the loss. No, I don't. I don't look. I don't. When I, if I'm playing, if I'm a coach, I'm not looking at either tie or lose. I'm looking at if I win or lose. I'm not looking to tie. I'm never looking to tie. I'm not looking to get a tie. I'm not looking to come out of a one, two, and one. I'm looking to come out of a two and two or one and three. So here's, here's my, here's my mm-hmm. question. It's, it's under 20 seconds, right? Yeah. It, it, I mean, listen. So you pick up this fourth. You mean to tell me you're still going to drive the field to win? The way they been they was playing, they couldn't, they couldn't really win the ball. Well, I'm, I'm going to give my kicker at least a shot. Like, I'm going to give my kicker at least, I mean, even if it's a 60, I mean, you know, cats make 60, I mean, look at Elliot. He hit a 60-yard bomb, and that was in a dome, bro. Remember, there's no wind, there's no nothing, so the balls might travel there. I'm giving my team a shot to win the game in that sense. If I punt the ball, I'm either going to tie or lose. I'm not going to win, period. So now you got the L. Now, I'm, that's the gamble. I mean, you, you. I guess you could live with that. That's. The, I mean, that's. I'm playing to win. I'm not playing to tie. I'm playing to win. Even I understand what y'all are saying and saying. You know, you know, you, you still took the L. Like you could at least tie. But being an aggressive, if I was a coach, I'm doing the same thing. I'm playing to win the game. I'm not playing to. Tie. So let me ask you this question: Is he doing the same thing if he's at his own thirty-five? Absolutely. It doesn't nothing. Nothing he's changed. At, he's at his own thirty-five. He's at fourth and third. He was damn right. How many punters he gonna go for it there too? 
You, in overtime? Right, and they're saying that on 27 seconds. He's going for it there, too? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, so if you feel that way and if you feel like you're going to do that at the at your own 30 or at your own 20, that you're like, fuck it, we just going to go ahead and go for it on fourth down because we're just not going to take this take this tie, then I can't, I can't I, argue with you on that. I, 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 I like because it sends a message. We're here to win. We're not here to tie. If he was at the 50... Oh, it's a no-brainer at the It's a no-brainer. Of course. But when you're at the 40, you're just now giving the game away because I am going for it on fourth down. I just can't. I can't. Think, think about it. Ten, if they make the they, – so this is real quick scenario before we get to the Vikings game because it is Vikings right, right, week. Right. They make the first down. I'm not, I don't remember if they had a timeout or not, but say they didn't have a timeout. They get up and spike the ball. They get at least one more play to get another 10 yards. You give my you you give my kicker at least a shot. If we miss it, we tie. But if we make it, we win. Where there's no loss in that scenario. The only loss is what? The tie. The tie. No, is the only loss. loss is what? Well, if, if, we don't, if we don't make it on fourth of down. Of course, of course, <laughs> of course. But I'm just yeah. I'm just saying. That's exactly what happened, man. <laughs> That's let's the go. Loss. Vikings week, man. Vikings let's, week. let's go, so man. You, you see the the homie, uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Barnett. He's out. Yeah, he's out. So that's that's gonna. I oh, just Derek Barnett's out. Yeah, yeah he's out. He, he's out again. he had a sh- he got a shoulder injury. Oh wow, I didn't even read that. Yeah, he's out. So I want to see how the rotation is now. Wow. I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure Bennett's going to get a lot of work. Yeah, of course. But they're going to work in Josh Sweat too. So hold on, let me let me ask you this because that that's that's interesting. I didn't even know that, and we're going to get into that. that. Yeah, that's a huge key in the game. Let me ask you this: Is he our best pass rusher? No. Mm-mm. Graham. Fletcher Cox. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I can't I can't disagree with you there. The okay. edge rusher. I mean, you can say edge rusher, I mean, but I was I, Long is is tough too on the edge too. Who? Chris Long. Chris Long, yeah, he's he's, yeah, he's yeah, probably yeah. the best one. I, I mean, Grant Grant is yeah, still up. Yeah, there. He's, I don't know. That, it's all washed to me. Why? Why do you ask that? Because I'm not. I'm just thinking about because I think that changes the game dramatically. I that, don't that he's out. Why? Be, because you got, I, you got Bennett that can go in and because and of my, produce and, the same. But uh, and that's and that's where I'm kind of getting at. To me, bit, uh, to me, Barnett is our second best DN, defensive end. I, I disagree. I think he's better than Bennett, I better and than I think Chris he's better Long. than Long. I think he's better than Long. Chris Long has, has been very, very Because productive. You know why I say that? Because you can play Barnett the whole game. I don't think you can play Chris Long the whole game. You can play Bennett the whole game. You can definitely play what Bennett do you mean? the whole game. You can play Bennett has no sacks. He has hits, he but he has a sack. He got a sack last game. And he has rushes. He, yo, he got a whole lot of pressure. It don't. No, he, yeah, yeah. He, no, he, I, I he agree. Got, he gets, he gets pressure. Game. I didn't even know. I didn't even know he got a Tennessee. But if shot. you look at Bennett, he might not get to the court, but he be pushing a lineman. Yeah, right in the, yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. He's, I agree. He's he's definitely you can play him. <laughs> he looked like you out there. <laughs> he <definitely laughs> the small ass shoulder pads that <laughs> used to wear. All right, man. So, Steve, I'll go with you, and then B Diddy, I'll hit you up as well. Steve, give me, give me a key to the game. Give me, give me, give me one of your, your top keys to the game. It's the the passing defense, man. It, it has to be better. That's it. We we're really good against the run. I'm not really worried about the run, but I think Dalvin Cook is going to be out in this game as well. Yeah, he's, he's questionable still, but 
I'm not worried. I'm never worried about the run in the last two years against the, the Eagles. It, it just doesn't really concern me. But when you're going up against two Pro Bowl wide receivers, that's that's big. And they got to be able to – That it's the secondary. They're the key, <laughs> to be honest. They're, they're the key. I think the homie B. Diddy's over here bugging a little bit because he has some money. Yak, you know, especially Yak. B. Diddy, what's up, bro? Give me a key to the game, man. I know my my back is hurting me. We need these updates. You all right? I feel you all right? Yeah. My back he, sucks. Well, he, yeah. Key to the game. Um, <laughs> is what are what our D backs are going to do? You know what I'm saying? I think unfortunately what happened was Buffalo Duh. Buffalo <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Buffalo already woke up the Vikings. You think so? Yeah. What are they? One, two, and one. One, yeah. two, and one. Yeah, I think that was the that was the scare for them, right? They they weren't prepared for that at a home game. I think they're ready for this game. It's going to be a tough game for us. We're still not fully healthy. Um, is what our defense is going to let up in the backside? Right. I mean, like like Steve said, you got they're going to be one dimensional, right? It's going to be Cousins throwing the ball, right? Obviously, because so, I'm I'm almost I'm almost positive. I did read earlier that Dalvin Cook is looking on the doubtful side. He, I don't think he's going to play. Yeah, but you know they're going to keep him as questionable. But I don't right, think play. yeah, I don't think he's going to play. So Murray, I, I mean, even the Cook was in, it didn't scare me. But even with Murray, and it makes me, it tells me that this game, I I actually think it might be a shootout. To be real with you, I really do because I I, I read some stuff. In the last three games, the Vikings have given up over 400 yards in offense yeah, and over 30 true. points. And the one thing that we have for us is that we play well at home. There is a real home foot advantage. And that place is going to be crazy. Yeah. Because we really don't like the Vikings. Like, it's getting close to almost Dallas territory right did you see that they put the the viking uh yeah i, yeah, I posted that yeah so if y'all don't know remember cool. to check me out facebook twitter instagram youtube you already know money Pub podcast but on bowhouse row they threw the viking statue, viking statue yeah. in the water and when they pulled it out the head was off so they pulled out the body and then the head so we we really don't like the Vikings. I mean, because y'all really did try to disrespect us and come into the city and really start your little skull bullshit on the Rocky steps. On the Rocky steps. And then when you get your ass whooped, you want us to be humble about it, right? You don't come to Philadelphia. And then, then, then we go to their stadium and win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. Listen, Got man. Him. I, I don't I don't really have a vision on this game. I'm I'm just gonna watch it. I'm not even gonna have no action on it. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know, I don't really know who we are. Like I don't know what type, what team are we? Yeah. I, I think offensively we're starting to come around, but I think on both sides, uh, uh, both that line is if the line come around, we're good. I mean, but the I mean, Wentz is we're taking good. hits. He is taking right. hits, and, and it's hard to say. I mean, I think like you're right. I think the offensive line is still kind of getting to form. But they can move the ball, right? They can still move the ball. We don't have all our weapons fully healthy and yet. That's, that's the key. And, um, that's and, but defensively, obviously, is the biggest issue on and on both teams, right? You know, the Vikings defense is supposed to be serious, too. It's and they, and, and, and they've been leaky as well. So, but I think Trey Waynes might be out, too. Man, it's going to be a lot of scoring. But here's the thing. Key DraftKings. Man, this this dude cousins are always light us up. Man. Yeah, it does, that's man. the problem. That's that's 
That's he does. Kind of got me a little like. Yep. Eh. He always finds. And they're gonna they're gonna throw it up. Give me a throw it up. Give me a score, Steve. What you got? Come on, don't don't be bashful. Give it. I say uh, 34-28 Eagles. Huh? Be Diddy, what you got? I'm off it. I don't have a score. Got to give me something. Uh, I think it's gonna be high scoring. Uh, I got it as a tie. I don't know. Oh, I really don't. I don't have. I don't have no tie. vision on this game. I don't. I really don't. And mm-hmm. I'm saying that because you know I, I just don't. Ha- I don't have no feel for who we are. I got twenty eight, twenty six birds, and I'm. I think twenty eight, twenty six. Twenty eight, twenty six, and I think it can go either way. I think it's a true fifty fifty game. Okay, I'm right. Really so you're with right. You. you, you, you with me? I'm with you. I'm giving you a score though. I'll know more about this team in the next two weeks. Really, right. play some college music, man. Yeah, we got college music. Yeah, we can't hear nothing now. We gotta work on that. I gotta update yeah. this studio. <laughs> so the homie B Diddy's back. College football, man. What's your record right now, bro? I think you're something serious. Hey, man, we've been rolling over here. We've been rolling. Last week, we actually had a little even week. We did, yeah. Um, yeah but we've been rolling. 13, 6, and 3, bro. 13, 6, and 3. So I'm hoping Ooh. everybody that follows has been looking at the locks that I've been, been putting out there. Um, if you have, you've been a winner. Um, I do take tips. Um, you can cash at me, PayPal me. <laughs> <laughs> However you want to do that, but no, man. Hey, 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 hold, hold, hold. <laughs> on, on that note, on that note, real talk, I've had almost two or three people come up to me and talk about bets. So, I'm working on it right now, but we're doing it still for free because that's our thing. Mm-hmm. That's where we started. Me and the homie Steve started giving out for free. But if you want to know our lock picks that we actually put our own money on, which are the same locks we do, but obviously we have more outside of the ones that B. Diddy and myself and Steve will give you, especially going to basketball, we're going to come out with a monthly service okay. about giving out hey, picks. Let's put it up there. You know what I mean? So that is coming down the line, man. My bad, man. just wanted to throw that out there, talking about tips. All right, so listen. Um, this week is one of those weeks. Uh, Got to be a little careful, right? So there's a lot of games, a lot of big spreads, and nothing really, really looks great. I thought this Friday card that's going on right now was pretty good. Um, I thought Georgia Tech today was going to be a big game, and obviously they've won by almost 30. Um, and Utah State is playing right now as we speak, and they're at halftime. And I love Utah State. Uh, the spread was minus one. Um, they're playing BYU, and they're up 21-7. So I thought this card tonight was a good card. This weekend card is going to be a little funky, a little funny. But I did get, come out with a couple picks for you guys um, and for the squad. Let's dive right into the first one. So we're going to look at yes, sir. a 330 game. And we're going to look at a big game here. It's LSU going into the swamp of Florida. I have actually did my own research, bro. I didn't mean to cut you off. But I'm interested to see about what you're getting because there's, I know where the sharps are in this yep. game. So LSU minus two, right? At Florida, semi-rivalry game, right? We all know LSU to be a big house, but they really haven't been uh, the team that we always want them to be, right? The old the old LSU team that we thought they would be. And Florida just haven't been Florida 
in about Tim Tebow years, right? So I think this Florida team is a better team than we've seen over the past two years. They're moving the ball a little bit better. Um, they're putting up points, but they're putting up points against marginal teams, right? Nothing too big. For some reason, I like this LSU team, right? I like the pro-style offense that they're going to bring to the Swamp, which is going to slow the game down. Um, the quarterback there is managing pretty well. He's not actually doing too much, but they're not doing enough to lose. They're winning games, winning games big. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I like LSU minus two, and I got it being a I got it being a real close game, more like a 24-20 final, 24-21 final. LSU taking a win out of the swamp and staying undefeated. Okay. I like that, and I know I know the sharps are on Florida. I was about to say you got you got action, right? I know the sharps, and that's what I'm saying. So follow me here. The sharps are on Florida. I'm putting this as a lock. LSU is the better team. And I think the way their offense is, mm-hmm. is going to keep them from being rattled in the swamp. Okay. They're going to run the ball, play action off the run, and start methodically scoring against a Florida team. Right? And then Florida's going to be more in a rush, rush, rush. Let's try to extend the field. And that LSU defense is a bear. Yeah, they always got okay. good defense. Right? So that's, that's the first pick. 330 LSU. Second pick. We're going to 730. And it's a team I don't really like. But I like them here. We're going Washington Huskies playing. Uh, I don't even know why he even is a coach now. The Chip Kelly UCLA team. The spread is minus 21. I love Washington here. They're playing at home. UCLA struggles to score. I think they're trying to figure this whole thing out with the Chip Kelly offense. Um, I like Washington's defense really, really good here. Um, and then UCLA is going to still struggle. I think it's going to be a blowout. I see a 41-10 game. Washington Huskies take it while you can. Is at 21 even right now? Try to get it now before it goes to 21 and a half to possibly 22. Once they get to 21 and a half, 22, then you're going to actually start looking at it possibly being. Uh, what, what, what do I do? So get it now. Minus 21. Third game. What was that? Was that That's Washington minus 21 playing UCLA. Lock it in at 21 if you can. Last game, 10-30 game, Stanford. It's going to be a big game, Stanford. They're playing home. They just came off a big loss against Notre Dame. But Notre Dame is actually much better than I thought they were going to be. They are. And it's tough to play at Notre Dame. Always been tough to play. But Notre Dame lost. They left. They, yeah, South Bend. But Notre Dame lost the starting guard in that game. And that's going to be tough going down the road for Notre Dame. So I'm going to try to fade and see what they got coming off. But I like Stanford back home rebounding. They're playing a Utah team that I don't believe in. Um, Utah always has a strong defense. But off, but offensively, they don't really have um, a structure of, of, of that winning and pushing and putting the, putting the ball in the box. They like to play small ball. And I think if anybody knows who can play small ball better than anybody, it's Stanford. Right, they'll play tight, 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 and then all of a sudden that fourth quarter, boom, they'll put up ten points and they'll take away from a ten point win. So wow. I like I like Stanford minus three and a half. Twenty eight seventeen is where I got that game being. Low scoring back home. Um, they're gonna be marching up the band. Bryce Love is questionable, so that's a big key. But I don't think it's gonna stop them from running the ball and controlling the game. So if Bryce Love doesn't play, do you still like Stanford? I still like Stanford. And okay. actually Bryce Love is doesn't play and we get enough earlier, that line may go down to Mike three and we might be able to get a better line there. Yeah, so remember, 
when you bet the key numbers are obviously three and seven so remember that when you bet if you get anything with the hook which is when you see like 3.5 or 7.5 that's where you want to be kind of scared because you can sometimes get backdoored and run in some trouble so when i say backdoor it means when a team scores a late touchdown when the game's already over but they still cover the spread and you still lose so um just make sure three and sevens are key numbers in betting strong leans just a few of them check them out when you can I like Oklahoma in the, in the uh, rivalry over there against Texas. Oklahoma minus seven. Um, Texas plays plays up pretty pretty well. Uh, could be a little closer than I think, but I think it'll be uh, a, a seven-point victory around more seven to ten. So I like Oklahoma as far as a strong lean. I could make it a lot because I don't know. It's a rivalry game. You know how it can go. Um, I love Indiana, Ohio State over 64. Um, those are two teams that can put the ball up in, in, the, in the end zone. Um, I like that. I like Ohio State to uh, take that win from Penn State and keep it going. So I see Ohio State putting over 40 with Indiana at least getting over 20, 28. Um, I like Arizona State, Colorado under 64. Arizona State's pretty tough on defense. Colorado is throwing the ball around and getting points on the board. So this is why I'm saying it's a strong lean. I like. I think 64 is a little too much. It'll be close to that 64 number, but I don't think they'll get there. Try the under. I like Liberty. Liberty coming back. With a big win last week, I think they're playing New Mexico State. Take Liberty, minus three and a half. That's going to be a good win for you. Uh, And then two more, Washington State at Oregon State, over 64 and a half. You know Washington State loves that quick offense and pushing the ball forward, uh, getting in zone. Oregon State can also score, but they're just not a good team defensively, so they're going to give up a lot of points, and they're playing catch-up, so they're going to be throwing the ball around. Um, Over 64 is the best bet there. And I like Illinois playing Rutgers, minus five, and New Jersey. Um, Illinois is a better team than we've we've known them to be. Rutgers is just garbage. Um, they always garbage. Yeah, they're garbage. They, they haven't been good. Was they even good with Ray Rice? Yeah. They were good. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, yeah. That's their only time they were good. Um, Illinois, I like minus five. Why is it so low? Is Illinois any good? Well, the line is actually shifted in Illinois' lane. It was it opened up at minus one and a half. Damn. So Illinois is traveling. They're going to New Brunswick. Um, Illinois is still, you know. That Lovey Smith offense is now starting to kick in a little bit. Okay. Um, is that where he's at now? He's in he's in Illinois. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's been there the last three years. So I like Illinois there. Minus five. I don't put too much money on Illinois at all because they've been trying to build that program, but I like him in this spot. Minus five is a strong lead. Solid, solid. Sound like all good picks. Sound like winners. Six and three, baby. I ain't get there about doing nothing, right? <laughs> Facts, facts. So I, I remember the three locks. Um, we, you know, we'll repeat those uh, those lanes um, one more time. So I got LSU as your lock, Washington as your lock, Stafford. I mean, Stanford as your lock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have I did write down Illinois because I definitely like that pick as a lock. And what was the? I mean, share. Mm-hmm. I mean, share. Lean. What was the uh, other lanes that you had? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Minus seven. Minus Indiana seven. over. I mean, even Indiana, Ohio State over sixty four. Over. Okay. Arizona State, Colorado under sixty four. Arizona under. Liberty minus three and a half. And Washington State, Oregon State over sixty four and a half. Damn, that's a lot. <laughs> but you know, the thing about this is that we always share each other's picks. Mm-hmm. Make sure we know, you know, what we all are looking at as well. Um so Is there any games y'all was looking at that y'all was thinking about? You know, there was there was three that I wrote down that I actually did some research on. Mm-hmm. Let's talk um, about Auburn. 
Yeah, that's a big game. Yeah, I, 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 from what I've seen and from what I've, I've, I've gathered, oh. Auburn's a lock there. Ooh, a lock? Wait, wait, wait. Come yeah, on. Auburn's a lock there. Georgia Southern is a lock as well. Yeah, I like Georgia Southern's probably a lock. Yeah, and then Syracuse. I heard uh, Pittsburgh's terrible. Yeah, but they, they played. You just pick two games that they, that two teams that play tough each other all the time. Right. Like that Auburn going into uh, is it Mississippi State? Yeah, Mississippi State. That's a very, very hard place to play. Yeah, with the bell cows and all that. And it's that night game. Right, right, right. So it's a 7.30 game, I believe. We've seen teams go into Mississippi State and struggle, i.e. Alabama last year. Struggled against Mississippi State. Okay. To the last. Remember they had that last-minute touchdown. Is that defense just as tough as it was last year? I think the defense is tough. Right. Um, I think it's Fitzpatrick is the quarterback from Mississippi State, who's now a second year in. It's going to be um, it's going to be a tough game. I'm not saying it's not a good pick there. Right. I just couldn't put it as a lock because I think it can go either way. I think it's a very tough place to play, and it's almost like up in the air. That's why the line is so short. Right. Right. Yeah. Was it minus three? Three. Yeah. Yeah. So those was, those was three that I actually had came across. Anything you got, Steve? Yeah. yeah let's talk about Bama. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. That's, that's that's always a lock, man. So what is that Bama spread? That Bama spread is like twenty one or something. No, 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 no it's twenty nine. Uh, no, it's thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. So all right. So for Take me, this, this is what I've been my strategy on Alabama. And if you can do it, then definitely do it. First half. Oh yeah, thirty five. First quarter and first half. Yeah. Right. First quarter, first half. Sometimes them end of the end of the quarters. I mean, end of that games. You know, they, they let the foot off the gas, and well, people get those last they, they seconds. They pulled two about, like, the third quarter. Right. Yeah, he doesn't – it is crazy. He don't even play the full game. Right. So, that means when he gets to the championship and the playoffs, he's going to be fresh. He's going to be almost playing, like, like half the season because he's only playing half the game. Right. What is it? Is he a redshirt freshman? Or he is a, a true freshman when he came year. in. Last year he was a true freshman. So, he's a sophomore. So, can he come – So, you know what? He can he come be, out? Can you no, come you out? Got, you got to be a junior to come out. You got to play. No, he can't come out next year. No. Okay. Okay. No. Um, that thirty-five is Arkansas is terrible. Yeah. Right. Terrible. They are playing Roll at home though, and th- I do see them putting over fifty points in this game against Arkansas. To like uh, five. To probably like <laughs> yeah, like, like maybe <laughs> five. <laughs> Like ten to fifteen, I mean ten to ten to seventeen, something like I do. You're right, but I like I will go first half, first quarter, go get them. Um, Alabama opens up right away. That defense is is not good at Arkansas. I think they gave up like forty points to to some. I'm about to tell you right now. Now it's our turn. They gave up forty four to North Texas. But he played Texas A&M tough. Sheesh. All right, here we go. Sheesh. You like that 34? You going to take the 35? Mm-hmm. You doing hmm. something small. You ain't put no big money on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't that much of a lock. It's a lock. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I voted. Yeah, but we are. Oh, yeah. Roll yeah. Tie. Right. Road tie, man. What are they, 4-0 against the spread? Yeah. Ain't, it, it, ain't, yeah. yeah, man. Until they, until they prove me wrong, I, I feel him. All right. Roll tie. Here we go. Let's go, man. I got my best bets here. I am, what am I, 10, no, 12 and 6, I believe. Hey. And my lock, 66%. So we we, we, we running over here. And the homie Steve had a nice comeback week. 
Um, I think you're almost even right here, Steve O. So keep it, keep it, keep it coming, man. I know you got some locks for me, but I'm gonna go first. First lock, I love Pittsburgh in this spot. I know a lot of people like Atlanta right here, but I think Atlanta already knows that their season's pretty much done. I like Pittsburgh in this spot. I believe what are they one in? They're one, two, and one. I believe. Because they have a tie, right? Doesn't Pittsburgh have a tie? Yeah, Pittsburgh yeah. have a tie. Yeah, they so both pretty much know this season done. Well, I don't think so. I, I, this is a must-win game for uh, Pittsburgh. And I'd I say Atlanta season done. Though. They're done, man. They, they've taken out. They've taken their injuries. The injuries that they have on the defensive side of the ball, and I think they just lost one of their D linemen too. Yeah. Um, like it's just it's just too much. You can't. There's nothing they can do. All they can do is really just you know throw the ball and just score. So I, I like Pittsburgh in this spot. You know, we already know traditionally Atlanta outside is not, you know, a great team. Pittsburgh obviously at home is a good team. So I like Pittsburgh minus three in this spot. This is a for me, I feel like this is a Pittsburgh must win game. Uh give me Pittsburgh minus three. Next game. Baltimore is for real, bro. I love Baltimore this week. Baltimore is for real. They're top five across the board in defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Cleveland. I think they're on their way, but they still got another year or two. Um, you know, I like the matchup against Baltimore's defense against Cleveland's offense. You know, they have nobody really to take off the, you know, the, the roof on that offense. And guess they're, who's back, too? Who? Jimmy Smith's back. Is he playing this game? Yeah, he, he yeah. did his four-game uh, suspension. He came back. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think, I think uh, Baker is going to be good. But I think Flacco is motivated right now. And last time we saw Flacco motivated when he was in his contract year, he won a Super Bowl. So give me Baltimore. Do you think? Do you think that uh, being at Cleveland and the dog pound is going to be tough? I mean, it's a it's a division game, so division games are always kind of tricky. They always play them tough. But I think Baker is the X factor because he's never been part of this. You know that that actual rivalry. Let me me ask you another question. Do you think that line is going to continue to move? I think so. I think it'll probably get to maybe minus four by kickoff. Oh, so I should get it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it now if you want yeah. it. Yeah, because it's minus tight. three. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, was that a pick? It opened up as a pick. <sighs> you see why I got the minus three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Next game. I love the Rams, yo. They had a funny they had a funny spot with that minus seven and a half. And I get that it's in Seattle. Right. But it's not the old beast mode, old Seattle Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman. Speaking you, you of, know what I mean, Chancellor. Yeah, right. Chancellor. It's not that old Michael, you know, Bennett. It's not that old Seattle team. They are hurting. Their offensive line stinks. They just got Bobby Wagner now. Yeah, it's that's really all they got. Is he playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, he's, he's playing. the only one that's like really there out of that. They're they're just terrible, uh, and when you have the best team in the league going against one of the worst teams in the league, I don't you know you could play anywhere. Give me give me the Rams minus seven and a half. So those are my three locks. I do have three leans that I I really do like. I like the, like we talked about before. I like the over in the Eagles Vikings game. It's at uh, I think it's at forty six right now. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout. To be honest with you. Um, I don't think any defenses are going to show up. It's possible our defense does show up at home, but I I, I think that off you know the what the familiarity with Cousins knowing us, I think that's going to help. So I think he'll be able to move the ball. So I like the over in the Philadelphia, uh, the Eagles and the Vikings game. 
I also like Oakland. Um, oh boy, I like I like Oakland in this spot. I don't think when's the last time we've seen San Diego really just like beat somebody. Obviously, it's not going to be a home game. Shit, they did it twice this year. Who? They came out and beat uh what? San Fran. San, yeah, San Fran. And then they beat I mean, Oakland. Is the same better. team. Yeah. What? Oakland offensively is ten times better. Beast mode is running like he's got a second win. You know, cars throwing the ball. They're not that. They're not that good, but I think they keep this game close. It was and it, forty-five. It's a, it's a. It's really going to be a home game for Oakland. Forty-five to forty-two against Cleveland last week. Okay, I mean their defense stinks. <laughs> oh, exactly, um, but you got Philip Rivers that has always consistently put over twenty-eight points up. But game. Cleveland's defense is good, right? And they still put up points. So I, I put Cleveland's defense better than San Diego's defense. So, give me Oakland, man. Give me the points. I, I don't mind the points. And uh, here's another one I think a lot of sharps are going against that I actually like. I like KC at home, man. I like KC minus three. I think Arrowhead is a, is, is a top five um, place to play in. I think it's going to be tough. I do think Blake Bortles, um, you know, will probably be able to move the ball, even though they, you know, people doubt him and his offensive skill set. Obviously, Fournette's out. But I think they'll be able to move the ball. But I also think that, uh, you know, Andy Reid will be able to, to kind of scheme for this team. Short week? Short week. And I think the key is Kelsey. You know, a lot of people, a lot of a lot of talk about the Ramsey-Hill matchup, but I really think it's Kelsey. And and I'm with, you know, I wasn't a big Patrick Mahomes fan, but obviously you guys changed my mind. So I'm going to hit their, I believe they're 4 0 straight up. They're 4 0 straight up. And I think they had one push. And you know, in the num- in the numbers, so that tells me that the you know obviously that's a good team. So I'm going with the offensive weaponry. I'm going with the home the home team there. I like KC minus three and Arrowhead. That's Steve actually Bo. one game I'm going to stay away from. That's that's, that's what I, I feel the same way. That's the game I'm going to stay away from. What you got um, for me, Steve? Uh, I like the Panthers versus the Giants. Hmm. Different. Uh, I like. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I would actually, yeah, I like that one. you know, at least. Yeah. By one point, try to get it down there. I think it's six and a half. Six yeah. and a half now. Yeah, yeah. six and a half yeah. now. So that some money, some some late money is coming on the Giants. What what? Well, no, it opened at five and a half, right? Yeah, but it was at seven. It went to seven. It was at, it was okay. sitting at seven. Gotcha. Yeah. So I like the Panthers. I mean, I, I think the and they coming off a of bye week. Yeah. True. Uh, yeah. McCaffrey's been really good all season. Good one. Giants defense isn't that good. Offensive line suck. Eli sucks. <laughs> One thing you got to worry about that Carolina game is sometimes Cam plays games close, right? I think when he, they, they should, like, take advantage of certain teams, they end up being close games. Like, your New Orleans and Giants games are always close. Right, so right. Like, well, what the hell? But, see, I, I think that they'll, they'll be fine, especially coming off a of bye week. Yeah, prepared. I, 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 like, I like it. it. I like it. And, and I think an uh, underrated thing, Steve-O, too, in that game is that Thomas Davis is coming back for that game, too. Oh, is he? Yeah. 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 So, I think that's – Nobody's talking about that, right. but to have the, both those linebackers there yeah. is, is huge. It's always okay. huge. Oh, I like all that. three of them. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna write that one down. Um, Maybe like, tease that with something. I like the Rams. I would I would take them at the six and a half. So it's just a touchdown. I mean, but Ooh, I, I think the Rams is going to some good five 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 really, game really teasers beat Seattle. The five game or the four game five game yeah. big GT. I think they're at minus seven and a half, not six and a half. Yeah, no, I said half. I would take it at bring it down to. Oh, you mean by a point? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. I would buy a point on it. Yeah. 
bring it down. Yeah, we just talked about not doing that drum. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, somebody get this man some water, man. <laughs> somebody get him some water. Oh, man, this looks like, so good I like there. The Saints minus six against the Redskins. Who definitely the Redskins did. stink. Do you really think they stink? I don't. I don't I think really they're that bad of a team. It's at night, right? Is that a night? It's, it's, a, it's my night game. game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a hard place to play, bro. What New Orleans? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. See, so, see, all their defense stinks. Yeah, defense is terrible. So I, I mean, and the the thing is that Alex Smith doesn't turn the ball over, so he's going to move the ball. You know what I mean? And they don't have a lot of offensive weaponry, they and don't. but they still they're still two and one though. But here's the thing to me. Like, if that game comes to a shootout, I'm putting my money on Drew Brees. Oh, of course, of course, of course. They're off the bye, too, right? Yeah, they off No, uh, the Redskins off the bye, yeah. Yeah, Saints played last week. I like those picks, too, Joseph. What you got? Uh, you got one more? My last one with you, I'm on the Ravens. I, I feel like the Ravens, I told you earlier this year, yeah, I think the Ravens is, is back, man. They, they got a really good right defense. Now. John Brown, man, he's he's been he's been balling. Yeah, you know what I was we thinking about. We had a chance to get him in, in free agency. We mm-hmm. we could have went after him. I'll say that. You know what I, I was thinking too before we wrap everything up, man, is that Dez is a moron, man. <laughs> like if like imagine Dez on that team. You know what I mean? Like they would they they their offensive they would have some you know because I mean John Brown's showing up, but Definitely. when it comes to crunch time. I'm not scared of John Brown. Crabtree is, is still there, right? So he's still a threat. And Willie Sneed is obviously, you know, anytime he can go off. But you add Dez into that lineup, like you have you have mismatched problems across the board. You know what I mean? Like I, I like no nobody there scares me. And even Dez at this point of his career, he doesn't scare me. But he still would gather the most attention yeah. on that team, which would open up everybody else. So, but you know, uh, what's his first? Uh, what's the tight end's name that they drafted high? Andrews. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, Hayden Hurst. Yeah, Hurst. He's he could have put. I think they said he was close to playing last week. I think he's going to play this week. It's going to be interesting how they bring him in because he's as one of those tweeners. He's one of those tight end receivers, guys. But they say he's a problem. Like a Trey so, Burton type. No he's, no, he's definitely a problem. Yeah. Uh, is he? Tra- he's, you know, he's I think he's better than Trey. <laughs> Damn. I mean, Trey Burton is nice. No, nah, I mean yeah. Trey Burton's nice. Well, let me let me put. He was better in college. Okay. But Trey went to Florida, though. Where did he go to college? I'm, I South don't remember. Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's not, Hell no. <laughs> no, but you know, you know them Florida boys. <laughs> Something in that water. Something in that water. All right, man. Uh, we, before we close up, y'all UFC fans? Yeah. Yeah? It's a big fight. No. This weekend. So McGregor and Khabib is coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. I know the over and under is at two and a half. Which is kind of crazy because Connor usually doesn't go deep in nope. the deep waters. Real quick, who you got? McGregor or Khabib? I think Khabib is a better fighter right now, I think. But the value on on Connor, McGregor, is I got to take Connor. The value's there. It's plus one, 165. Is it? Oh, so it went more? More money's yeah, come on 165. Khabib? Yeah, I think Khabib was like minus 180. Yeah. Like you know what? I, I can't go against I can't go against Connor. I mean, it's not about the juice that's on Connor with him being the dog. I just think that this is a huge moment. Um, I don't think the kid's ready. Uh, you know, 
I, I, I think the lights might be too bright. Connor's been here before. He's proven. Obviously, he, he was a champ when he left. He, he still came back the champ, even though he lost to McGre- uh, uh, Mayweather. Uh, I, 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 I like Connor. I like it to go over two and a half. I really do. I like it to go over two and a half. So that's where I would place my money. I'm not betting the game. I'm just going to be a fan, but I like the over and two and a half. Real quick, Steve, I know I might put you on the spot here. Give me, uh, give me two DraftKings uh, sleepers. Two DraftKings sleepers. I'm going to go with John Brown. I like John Brown, man. He's He's... He's still kind of cheap too, but he's been getting those, you know, home run hits. And I'll, I'll say stick with Calvin Ridley. Last two games, he's had two touchdowns and three touchdowns. Yeah, that's that's a good one. And, and he's not that high on DraftKings or FanDuel, whatever you know you play either. So I'll, I'll say stick with those two at receivers. If you if you want to go with a with a running back, I'll say uh, Yeldon. Since Fournette's going to be out, you can you can go ahead and try to you know pick up Yeldon, but those I give you three those those three right there. Be did it. What you got? Um, I don't have any sleepers really. I mean, I like I tell you, I like Andy Dalton this week at home. I mean, if you if you going deep into like a fancy daily draft, you may not be that expensive. I'll go Andy Dalton at quarterback. Um, I really like your John Brown pick. I've been looking at him, John Brown, and. Uh, it was a Tyrod Ty- Ty- Boyd from Cincinnati. He's also been oh, been yeah, killing Tyler it. Tyler Boyd. Tyler yeah. Boyd. I like him. Yeah, as far as if we're looking at sleepers. Um, and who's, who, who I think is going to have a great week? Let me look at it. And I'll come back after you're done. Oh, no. We're wrapping up. Bro. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's Yo, it. man. Somebody <laughs> get this man some water, man. <laughs> somebody get this guy some water, man. I thought you were going to give me your, your sleepers. Oh, <laughs> oh true, true. Somebody get some, somebody somebody give me some water. Uh, I like David Carr, and I like the I like the. Uh, What's up with you in Oakland, man? Yo, it's gonna be a shootout. I think I really I really think it's gonna be a shootout. I like David Carr and I like uh, Aguilar. Like Aguilar. Yeah, I like Aguilar. I think that's gonna be a shootout too. I mean, in any any moving back to the slot. Moving that, and you know, really, you can pick in any player in that Atlanta. Fucking Pittsburgh game. You see that total? That drone's almost at sixty. Yeah, fifty eight, right? Yeah, man. That drone's Ju- gonna be Juju great. too. Juju. I mean. But we got the locks in, we got the fantasy in, we got the bets in. Make sure you follow us always. Money Pop Podcast, man. We out of here. Peace.
Once it gets a certain time, you can't, you can't check until you leave your separate numbers. Two hours of smoke. Bro, I was too late. Die, bro. I'm calling up Larry. 